Hello, everybody. It's your girl, V. <laughs> A.K.A. Hello, it's V. A.K.A. Vanessa. And this is Hello, it's V presents Pen Pals and Perrier, the podcast. So this episode is not going to be a long one, maybe about like 10 or 15 minutes. And the topic is the power of questions and clarity. Um, initially, I was kind of sitting here like, yo, can I do an episode by myself? Am I interesting enough? Are people going to listen or whatever? But if you're listening, it means that you're here. So that's pretty dope. Um, And I'm about to get started. So let me tell you guys, New Year's Eve 2016, moving into 2017, I sat at home reading two books. One was titled Women Who Love Too Much by Robin Norwood. And the second one was The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, or whatever. Ruiz, whatever, I don't know. I don't speak Spanish, so I'm not really sure on how to pronounce that properly. I'll also put the names of these books um, in the bio in case y'all want to read them because, listen, they really changed my life. So anyways, after I had read these books, sorry, at the time that I was reading these books, I had recently washed my hands of the remnants of a relationship with a man that I was convinced was like the love of my life. Like we were planning to get married, we were trying to bring a life into the world, and we were navigating like where to put our roots down to build. In in my brain, we were like as sure as sure could be. So one day, it came to my attention that his life basically started to go awry, uh, and we ended up breaking up in October 2016. However, we maintained our relationship without a title until December 31st. So basically, every day from the day we broke up until December 31st, I was like mad, antsy, drained, angry, nauseous. And to be honest, I feel like I was in like a mild state of depression. Um, Yeah, I couldn't understand someone could claim to love me so much, yet like wake up one morning and just decide to not want to be in a relationship anymore. This was also like one of my first serious adult relationships. I had never felt heartbreak like I had felt at this time. And just honestly, I was confused and angry at the fact that like this dude just didn't want to be in a relationship with me anymore, but still wanted to talk to me from like dusk until dawn on a daily basis. So I was kind of becoming unrecognizable to myself. My friends probably wanted to kill me. And basically, like, every conversation I would have would somehow come back around to, like, how I just didn't understand. So I got to the point where I knew I couldn't go on how I was going for much longer and something had to give. So on New Year's Eve 2016, I made a promise to myself that I would dispose of anything and anyone in my life that was not contributing to my happiness and overall wellness. So physical, mental, emotional, all of that stuff. I promised that I would only entertain people and things that brought me peace. And I promised that I would dispose of anything that was wishy-washy or anyone who I felt was on the fence about me and vice versa. And I also promised that I would start my healing process and try to move on. So these two books were two of the catalysts in my journey to self-love, expression, and are still pieces of work that I constantly reflect on. They brought to light a number of patterns that I was caught up in and consciously I'm still trying to move out of so that I can be the best version of myself, as cliche as that sounds. So I took a few things away from these books and I'm going to share these things with y'all in hopes of passing the light that I received from it onto you. I then 
want to in another episode just talk about the progress of my journey again in hopes of like motivating even just one person to dedicate themselves to do the work because it really can work so to start I jotted down a list as I was reading the books about things that I was doing in my relationships and my daily life as well as some points to reflect on in order to make changes so there's a list of 12 things so the first one was waiting for other people to change is more comfortable than changing myself and my circumstances. So essentially what that means in my case was basically just like complaining about other people, um, being dissatisfied, being upset, being sad, I found was way more easier than like looking in the mirror at myself and asking myself like, yo, Vanessa, like what do you need to change so that you can stop putting yourself in these in these crazy wild situations where you're just constantly like, being hurt, putting yourself in situations to be hurt, you know? So the second was, love to me is giving myself without asking for anything back. And I also made a note that said like, I need to start asking for something back. So to me at that stage of my life, and I think is also something that I'm currently trying to move out of, is just like, sure, like love is giving me, that's all fine and dandy, but like, Where's the return? Like, what am I getting out of my relationships? You know? So, thirdly, asking for so little and doing so much is second nature to me. That kind of ties into my second point about just, like, giving without asking for anything back. Um, The fourth one was, my wants and needs are my job. Five, nothing ever really has to do with me. Six, if others say one thing and do another... I'm lying to myself if I don't listen to their actions. Seven, I assume because I'm scared to ask for clarification. Eight, I assume because I'm scared to ask. Nine, I assume everyone views life like me. Ten, before others have a chance to reject me, I have already rejected myself. Eleven, I must forgive myself because I love myself. And twelve, I have the power to create hell and heaven. So if you haven't noticed, all of these points are interconnected and they all surround asking questions and gaining clarity. So the biggest patterns of mine that I've worked to change over the last few years have been asking for what I want, asking for clarification, and not making assumptions. These kind of all intertwine because it comes down to the main idea of being honest with myself and others. Uh, If you know me or you've paid attention to my social media or even just like my blog, I've spoken about the fact that I was brought up in a home where my opinion was not valued. And in school, I was made fun of every time I would speak and I grew up feeling very undeserving of many things. This transferred into my adulthood where people would ask me what I want to do, where I want to go. And I would basically respond with like, I don't know. You tell me and have them decide. So when I was like 18, I was dating this dude. His name was Kanye. And I, I really fucked with this dude. He really fucked with me. Like he would come over to the crib like all the time. We'd like kick it, eat food. And this went on like for months. But one day he basically said that he couldn't really fuck with me anymore. Especially like not his girlfriend, not as his girlfriend, because he said that I didn't have an opinion about anything and that it bothered the fuck out of him because he knew that I was mad smart. It's wild because 
we're friends and we still crack jokes because if anyone has an opinion about anything in this day and age, if you know me, you know, is me. I always like know where to eat. I usually know what I want to do and don't want to do. And if I don't want to go, like you can damn sure count on me not going. You know what I mean? So I think what's taken a lot more work for me has been asking for what I want in relationships. So I was kind of stuck in a pattern where I would accept anything to make other people feel comfortable in fear that they would leave if I didn't. So realizing this also brought to light my struggle with abandonment, but we'll save this for like another another um episode. So in terms of relationships, I realized that I couldn't ask for things if I didn't even know what the hell I wanted in the first place. So I had to clarify within me what I wanted. I've spent a lot of time with myself mapping out the non-negotiables and the compromisables. I know that I need consistency, I need communication, vulnerability, I need clear intentions, I need affection, I need my man to be able to speak to me in my own love language, I need him to yearn to understand what makes me me, I need him to take the reins from time to time because I get really fucking tired of driving my own ship, especially like given my career and what I do on a daily basis. For y'all who don't know, I dabble in so many things in the community in terms of just like working with young people. So most of the time, I'm steering everybody else's ship and mine comes last. So it's kind of like I really need a man that can show up for me and just take control sometimes because, again, I just get mad, tired. Um, So a lot of the time, I would find myself dating and tossing men to the side if they didn't meet any of the listed criteria i would basically say like oh if they're not like that they're not like that i then had to sit down with myself and come to terms with the fact that men aren't mind readers i'm not a mind reader either so if i want something i need to articulate that and um if someone wants something from me they need to articulate that as well if i fuck with somebody maybe i should give them the chance to give me what i'm asking for as opposed to assuming that they know what i want in the first place especially with things like communication and vulnerability and speaking to me in my love language it's like we don't really live in a society that has fostered vulnerability communication and awareness of love languages in men so it's like how can i place the expectation on them to embody these things off the rip like what is my role you know um sometimes asking feels redundant with thoughts like, oh, I shouldn't have to ask. If I want this, why should I have to ask? They should just know. When in reality, I'm still learning that you do have to ask because not everyone is wired like me. I do have to ask to challenge myself. I do have to ask to confront the fear of being rejected. I do have to ask to avoid making assumptions. I have to ask for reasons surrounding personal growth. I have to ask because my wants and needs are my job to attain. I need to ask to be fair. I have to ask because I deserve my own peace of mind, of heaven, of whatever. And I have to ask because I'm not perfect and neither are others. And lastly, I have to ask because I owe it to myself and because I can, okay? So like, what I really want you guys to take away from this short ass podcast episode is like, Figure out what you want and don't be afraid to ask for it. And just like ask people questions instead of just like making assumptions. Um, And I feel like it can be so uncomfortable to ask questions because I feel like we kind of fear 
the answers, but wouldn't you rather know than not know? And lately, I've had to do this myself. Um, I'm actually dating this dude who I've really enjoyed getting to know. Like, I really enjoy getting to know him. And I'm not about to put the dude on blast or whatever, um, nor mention his name, but he has a child. And I have never, I've never dated anybody with a child before for my own personal reasons, which again, I'm not about to get into on here, but I've never dated a man with a, with a child before or like taken a man with a child seriously just because I've kind of been in the mindset, like, where would I fit in? Where am I going to fit in in his life? Like, I want more children. So like, does he want more children because he already has a child? Like, what? What does me dating you look like? Like, what are the, what is the relationship with your current child's... Not with your current child. <laughs> with your child's mother. What is that relationship? And, like, I feel like him and I have been speaking for a minute. Like, we've been getting to know each other for a minute. And it's, like, that. those questions have kind of been, like, lingering. And the other day, I really just had to, like, lay them out. Like, yo... What is the relationship with your child's mother? What have your relationships looked like in the past? Like, what is the relationship that you have with your mother, with your father, whatever? And I got the answers that I, that, that, like, he answered all my questions. And I was so fearful and I had to say to him, like, yo, man, I was really scared to, like, ask you these questions because, like, I didn't know the answers that you were about to give me. And, like... What if you were to tell me, like, yo, I have so much drama with the mother of my child, this, that, whatever. I don't know where I would stand with you. So it's almost like just that fear of the answers, the fear of rejection, the fear of just, like, what could come out of asking these questions. Because I feel like a lot of the time... People aren't super forthcoming unless they're asked about it. And even with that, it's just kind of like, are you really going to be straightforward with me? But all you can really do is just like trust what you're getting for real, unless they've given you an, a reason to indicate otherwise. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's all I have. So ask questions, clarify things, um, communicate. And I think the most important thing for us all to do is figure out what we want and then move and act accordingly, okay? Now, um, we're going to move on to the dirty laundry segment where I'm going to share a story with y'all. I'm about to air out some of this laundry because this story is mad funny. So this dude, I had met him. I had met him on Tinder. This was maybe like, I don't know. Like when my ex and I broke up in like October, right? So this dude was from DC. Coincidentally, I always just come through with the Americans, which is wild to me. Like it never, it just never fails. Like y'all just never fail to show up for the kid. And that's cool. So anyway, he's from DC. <laughs> he relocated to Toronto. This dude's like, yo, I want to take you out. Blah, 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 blah. So anyway, him and I, we go out one night. We go to Dimitri's. We get some dessert. Whatever. <laughs> My girlfriends who know about this story, y'all already know about the Dimitri's part. Okay? 
But we're just going to like speed past that because I'm not about to put the man on blast blast like that. So anyway, we go out. We have a fine time. Everything's cool. Next day, this man hits me up. Yo, I want to see you. Like, let's go for a coffee. Let's also like go for lunch. I'm going to bring some games. We're going to play games and drink coffee and eat food. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Whatever. So I go meet this dude at this cafe. Everything is fine. We're eating. We're playing games. He teaches me how to play this new game. And I'm drinking coffee, which is like my favorite thing in the world. So I was like, I was really on cloud nine. So now this man tells me that he has something that he wants to show me. Two things. Two things that he wants to show me. So he's like, yo, hop in my car. Leave your car here. I'm going to drive you to the first spot. I'm like, nah. I'm going to take my own car because I don't know where you're about to take me. And I want to be able to escape if anything goes down. So we're driving up Dixie. Is this, would this be Dixie? Dixie? No, we're driving up like Huron, Ontario in Mississauga. We get to Huron, Ontario and Dundas. We crack a right and we pull into like this sex store. I'm like, my nigga, like I... We're not even at this level yet. So what, like what, what is going on right now? All right. Anyway, we go into the sex store. He's like, yeah, like, I just want you to look around, whatever. Let me know what you like. I'm like, whoa, you don't want to know what I like. You don't, no, 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 no. You don't want to know. So I'm looking around just like, cool. I was actually in the market for a new vibrator. So I'm like looking at vibrators. Cool, fine, whatever. Um, This man decides that he's going to buy a cock ring. And I'm like, okay. He like shows me. And I'm like, where? Like, where are you planning on using this though? Because like, you're not coming over and we're not doing this today. He's like, it's okay. Like, I have other prospects. I'm going to keep it in my pocket until like the time is right. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So you brought me to a sex store to buy a dick ring to go use on who the fuck knows. But all right, cool, moving on now. He's like, okay, like the last place now. He's like, I'm gonna take you to the mall. Cool, we drive up to square one, we get out of the car. This man like grabs my hand like I'm his fucking girlfriend in the parking lot, just like kissing up my hand. Yeah, so when we get into the mall, I want you to go into Bath and Body Works or whatever you want and pick out four candles and what the hell else was it? Like some body oil. So I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, okay. And he goes, don't worry. Like, you don't have to use it with me. Like, just pick them out. I just want you to have like a really nice like spa night at home with the candles and the oil, whatever. I'm like, ah, all right, cool fine because you are not coming over and all right cool so we go into the store now we're just like walking around we're smelling shit and um I let him like smell some of the candles he's like opening some of the body oils and just like here like smell this this would be great like I feel like you would like this whatever all right cool so I pick out the fucking candles and um the body oils bring them up to the cash and keep in mind this man told me to go with him to the mall so he could buy me some things all right now we're at the cash the lady rings up the total it's like 90 dollars i'm standing there 
looking like a fucking idiot because the guy said he was going to pay and he's not bringing out his card or his wallet. So I'm there shook and I'm like, okay. So I didn't want to look like an idiot. I also didn't really know what else to do. So I just pulled out my card and I paid. Walk out of the store now. I'm like, yo, like what was that? He's like, oh, I just wanted you to get the candles and the body oil. But like, what? 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 He's like, it's okay. Like, you can take them back if you want. I don't know. I just kind of like chickened out at the end because like, I didn't want you to think that like, I wanted to come over and use them on you or anything. I'm like, yo, you probably thought or you probably figured out that I was not going to let you come over to use these things. And that's when you were like, fuck this bitch. She can pay for them herself. So that's exactly what happened. So anyway, I had to go back into the mall, return the shit. And I never talked to the fucking dude again in his life or mine. But anyways, that's that dirty laundry. I still don't understand it. The whole shit is fucking ridiculous to me. And um, that's that. So there's no let's be real segment this week because I have not received any questions about um, like from any listeners or Instagrammers or whatever. So with that said, it's a wrap. 21 minutes. I hope that y'all enjoyed it. Pulled some valuable um, knowledge, I guess, lessons, information out of this episode. And don't hesitate to follow me on Instagram if you don't already at hello, it's V with a triple L. Also, feel free to email me any questions, um, insight, any dirty laundry, any let's be real at um, Vanessa B, V A N E S S A B E e at hello it's v.com thank you guys so much for listening share subscribe like repost all of that good stuff and uh y'all be blessed